Good evening and welcome to Hope International Ministries Bread of Life Bible Study with your host pastor, Pastor Mary E. Mallory. We pray on tonight that there is something said or done that will bless you and that will encourage you throughout the week. God bless. Good afternoon, everyone. God bless you. Um, we're coming again on this uh, afternoon. Normally, we were, we would record at the um, in the sanctuary, but today we are having a free clothes giveaway, and so I did not want to leave you without a message on today. So I am uh, going to bring forth the Word of God on today. Um, I pray that you have your Bibles and all of those good tools. Uh, that we can uh, go into the word. Uh, well, let's have a word of prayer. And uh, I'm going to be very informal. So, you know, you know how I am. But uh, I just want you to get this this teaching on today. So if you would just take a moment, bow your heads uh, as we go uh, forth in the word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you again for this opportunity to come, Lord, to study your word. And so, Father, on today, we just invite your presence, the presence of the Holy Spirit, that he would bring all things back to our remembrance. Father, we pray that the word that goes forth on today would be a liberating word, a word, oh God, that would inspire, a word that will deliver, a word that will heal. And so, Father, we pray, oh God, as your word says, that it cannot and will not return void as you have sent it forth over these uh, social media airwaves on today and into the hearts of your people. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. And we bless your wonderful name. Bless all those that shall come on uh, on this evening at 6 p.m. Lord God, I pray that they would uh, be blessed. I pray that the Holy Spirit would move and have his way uh, as we go forth in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we ask it now in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Uh, So I'll be flipping around today to some scriptures. So, again, you're going to need your Bible. Uh, and we're going to start with uh, Genesis 1. So go back to Genesis 1, verses 26 through 28, please. And uh, the reading that I'll be coming from on this morning will be from the New Living Translation. Uh, so it may read a little different than what, what your uh, Bible reads, uh, depending on your translation. And so uh, on 
this morning, right about now. I want to go to Genesis again, 1, 26 through 28. I'm coming from the New Living Translation. And it reads as follows. Uh, it says, Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Verse 27, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then verse 28 says, then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. And so in, in essence, what the word of God is saying here in Genesis 1 through 20, uh, 1, 26 to 28 is he's telling us that he has created us uh, to be fruitful and to multiply and to govern and reign or have dominion in the earth. And those of you that were on the uh, Bible study with Prophet Ishimiko, I think the first uh, Bible study she did that first Thursday, she talked about those three areas, about uh, subduing and, and governing and reigning. So we have been created, saints of God. We've been created um, to, to, to govern and to dominate. To dominate what? The earth. And so today I want to talk about exercising dominion. Exercising dominion. I don't know about you, but aren't you tired? You know, God has not created us to live below. He has not created us to just get by. Uh, the scripture says that he has come to give us life and that more abundantly. The scripture here in Genesis 1, 26 through 28 says that he's given us dominion in the earth. And so dominion means that you have authority. Amen. We have authority. We have power here in the earth. And that authority and power has been given to us through God in his kingdom by way of the Holy Spirit. We have uh, the authority. God has given us his authority. So when you have authority, right, you just don't have to take anything. You don't have to accept anything that the world gives. Uh, but, but we are to have dominion. We are to exercise uh, those rights and those privileges and blessings that are ours that have been inherited by way of Jesus Christ and our faith in him. We are to exercise that same dominion, power, blessing, inheritance here in the earth. And so as we go forth in our lesson on today titled Exercising Dominion, how many know that the knowledge of the truth the knowledge of the truth is what's going to set us free. And we know that God's word is truth, but we can't believe the truth and we cannot exercise the truth. Amen. If, if we don't know it. So it's just like if someone uh, tells you to quote um, the ABCs, but you don't know it, then you're not going to be able to do it. Amen. And so, we have all of God's promises in the word of God that he has given us that we'll be able to exercise dominion in the earth. But if you don't know it, and I'll put a little cherry on top of that, not only know it, but if you don't understand it, it's not going to work. Amen. And all you're getting, the scripture says to get what? Understanding. So it's not enough for you to just sit in a Bible study and hear uh, knowledge. 
It's not enough for you to go to church every Sunday and sit and hear the preacher preach and gain knowledge. But you have to understand, you got to get an understanding of what is the principles that God has given us so that we can apply them. And as we apply them, we see the results. Many of you know that I was a teacher for some years. And uh, as a teacher, you would always present the lesson, right? You would present it. You would have an objective. You would um, give the students uh, what it is that they are to gain after you have taught this particular lesson. And then once you have taught it and then you've given them practice, right? Uh, so that they can try to apply it, then the test comes. And it's the same thing with the word of God. We can hear the word of God, but we have to understand it. And the only way that the teacher knows that you understand the word, right? And that you you understand it enough to apply it is when the test comes. And so today we want to know how to exercise our dominion, the dominion that God has given us here in the earth. And the knowledge of the truth is what's going to set us free. The truth is the word of God. Uh, and we can't believe if we don't know God's word. And so the first point I want to bring out very briefly uh, comes from Mark uh, chapter four. Uh, so in, in your time, in your study time this week, I, I would um, encourage you to read uh, Mark chapter four. Mark chapter four talks about the seed, talks about the seed that is sown. And we know that the seed is the word of God. Amen. And so the word of God, as we know, is the seed and that seed uh is planted or sown in the heart of men. In Matthew uh, chapter 13, verse 19, you can go there. Matthew 13, chapter 13 and verse 19. And it reads as follows. It says, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in the heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. So what the scripture is actually telling us or what the scripture is implying is that the word will not profit anyone, any individual, it will not profit them if they do not understand it. And so what happens, you'll get the word. And if you don't understand the word, you're not going to apply the word. And then the scripture tells us in Mark 4 that when you don't understand the word, that Satan comes and snatches it out. Amen. So the soil, saints of God, is designated to produce whatever is planted in there. Think of a farmer. If he has a oak seed and he plants it in the soil, he's expecting an oak tree uh, to, to, to materialize, to grow. And so the heart is our soil. The heart is our soil. And God has spoken his word. His word has come to the earth and we have his word written and it's written in what we call the Holy Bible. Amen. In the scriptures. And those promises are seed. And it is the seed of God's word that will produce everything that God said. It is the seed of God's word from Genesis to Revelation. That's the seed. Your heart is the soil. 
And what I'm saying is it is that seed, God's word, that will produce every promise that God has said. Amen. So that's that's my first point. My first point, again, I'm being very casual on today, is that the word is the seed and the heart is the soil. The word of God is the seed and your heart is the soil. And so in order for the promises of God to materialize, it has to get in our heart. Amen. It must get in our heart and whatever that seed. And I told you we have we have seed and whatever you plant out of God's word, whatever promise that you plant in that heart. Amen. Everything that he said, it will produce just what he said it's going to produce. Amen. All right. So now the second point, the second point is. That God has given us everything. This is one of my favorite scriptures. God has given us everything. And so in 2 Peter 1, 3 and 4, and now I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Now, how has he given us all things? Because the scripture says here plainly in 2 Peter 1, 3, that was verse 3, that God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So, pastor, how has he given us all things? Let's go to verse 4. Very important. It says, which have been given to us. And if you're an underliner, I would underline this. Which has been given to us, what has been given to us, all things that pertain to life and godliness, which has been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. So how has he given us all things that pertain to life and godliness? It says it here in verse four in second Peter's one and four, he's given it to us by way of his precious promises, which are what seed, which is planted where in our hearts. Amen. And whatever that seed is, if you plant an acorn seed, you're going to get an acorn tree. If you plant an orange seed, you're going to get an orange tree. Amen. It's the same with the word of God. So let's finish second Peter one and four says by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these, you may be partakers of what the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Amen. And then we go on to Romans 10 and 17. Romans 10 and 17. Again, I believe this is coming from my, um, the new King James version. And so Romans 10 and 17 says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Saints of God, we, it's, it, we have to get, we have to get past and grow past. Let's say that we have to grow to the place that we're not just reading the word to read it. We're not just showing up at Bible study and church um, just to hear a word and do nothing with it. We, with some, some of our Christian brothers and sisters have done this for years, but now it is time to hear it, to apply it, to plant it, get it down deep in our in our hearts, that they will materialize and we will see the result of 
what God has promised us, which is his seed. Amen. And so in Romans 10 and 17, it tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if God has given us all things as the scripture has promised, then why don't we have those things? You might be saying that, okay, pastor, if he's promised us all things, why do I not have them? Why am I not experiencing joy in my life? Why am I not experiencing peace in my life? Why am I not seeing healing and prosperity? Why do I not feel love or or am I not giving out love? Amen. Why am I not experiencing all the things that the word of God promises me? And it says here in Hebrews 11 and one, I'm going to tell you why it says, because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. All right. So I looked at that word substance and I wanted to break it down. I wanted to get an understand, be understanding because it's telling me that faith is the substance. Faith, what I believe is the substance. What is substance? What is the definition of substance? And so I just simply went to dictionary. I don't even know what the dictionary was, but just a simple dictionary. And I wanted to get the definition of assurance. Because I'm going to plug it into this scripture, Hebrews 11 and 1. Assurance, saints of God, means a pledge, a guarantee, a promise. It means security. It means affirmation. And it means assurance. Now, let me take Hebrews 11 and 1. And instead of insurance, I'm going to replace it uh, with, with, um, with, with these synonyms. All right. It says, because faith is the substance, pledge, guarantee, promise, security, affirmation, insurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. My God, I feel like I could jump out of this chair. And so you might be wondering. Okay, pastor, and what should I be hoping for? What is it that I should be hoping for? Well, what I would think you would be hoping for are all the promises of God that you have received as a citizen of his kingdom. Those are the things that we're hoping for. Those are the things that are found in this word, the joy, the peace, amen, prosperity, healing, hope, glory to God, reconciliation. Those are the things that we're hoping for, those things that are promised to us by the word. And then the scripture says, well, faith is the substance. How are you going to get it? Through faith. Faith is the substance. Substance means the the assurance. And so you wonder why, as I was studying for this lesson, we wonder why the enemy comes after our faith, why he causes us to doubt. My God, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He comes and he causes us or tries to cause us not 
to believe God and take him at his word because he realizes glory to God. He realizes that it is our faith is in our conviction of believing and standing on the promises of God, no matter what, that God is going to come through. He knows that if we operate in that faith, that it is the security, the pledge, the guarantee, the affirmation, the insurance, the security, the promise Glory to God that we're going to get and receive that thing that God has promised in his word, the seed of his word. Glory to God. I pray this is making sense to you guys on today. And so that's why we got to hold on to that faith, because that's what the enemy's going to do. He's going to come. He's going to try to make us um, believe that God's not going to come through, that he's not going to answer our prayers, that that the seed that you planted in the in your heart, the word that you have been standing on and believing and waiting patiently for it to materialize. He's going to talk to us. It's not going to happen. You're still sick. You're still broke. You're still walking in lack. You're not smart. You're not intelligent enough. You can't start a business. You can't operate in ministry. You're not anointed enough. He will exercise all of those things to try to distort or for us not to believe. But our faith is going to be that substance. It's going to be that assurance. It's going to be that thing that launches that hope. And that hope are the things that belong to us by way of the word of God, the kingdom of God, the seed of his word. Amen. So that that was my, my second point. Let me go back because I get excited. So my second point was that God has given us everything, everything you need, everything you need. He has everything. That's what the scripture says. But we have to realize and understand how to get those spiritual things to materialize here in the earthly realm. Amen. Mm, Thank you, Jesus. Third point. Third point. You have to confess the word. When you confess the word of God, you are saying what God is saying about the situation. I was talking to Prophetess uh, Florence the other day and we were talking about debt and we were talking you know we were saying um, how the scripture tells us that uh, the, the the way to come out of debt to get out of debt as the scripture says is to give you give your way out give and it shall be given unto you pressed down shaken together running over men give unto your bosom right and so I was sitting there after we were talking about it and the Holy Ghost told me to go tell her that the way for her to come out of debt is to give. Amen? That's it. Why, Pastor? Because it's a kingdom principle. Remember, we're operating here, although we're here in the earth, but our citizenship is in, our main citizenship is in heaven, right? And so we've been we've been commissioned to dominate, to exercise our dominion here, right? And to bring the kingdom influence here in the earth. Well, in order to bring the kingdom influence here in the earth, we have to say 
what what the king says, amen, and we have to obey and 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 operate in the in his decrees, amen, so if the kingdom says that the way you're going to get out of debt is by giving, then you have to do what the kingdom says, so in order to see the seeds of God's word, his promises, amen. To see them materialize, we have to obey what it says. We have to confess it here in the earth. Remember, God's word is spirit and life. They're not just words, they're spirit and life. And we have to confess them, say what the kingdom says. I can't say that I'm broke. That's not what I am. I'm not broke. That's not what the word of God says. Amen. I can't say that I'm sick because. That's not what the word of God says. I have to confess and say what God's word says that I'm healed. Amen. I am healed by his stripes. So we have to confess what God says about our situation and circumstances. And then we have to obey them. So she has to confess. Hallelujah. That I'll never be broke another day in my life. I'm a lender, not a borrower. I'm above and not beneath. Right. You have to confess that thing to get it in your heart. That's the seed. And, you know, as I said earlier, once that whatever that seed is, if that's the seed that you're planting in your heart, it's going to produce that in your life. Because remember, an acorn seed will produce a what? An acorn, an acorn, well, not an acorn, an oak tree. <laughs> okay, so an oak seed will produce an oak tree. And so if she's confessing that scripture in her life and it gets into the soil of her heart, and once it gets in your soil or heart, it'll come out all the man. You'll just start speaking it because it becomes real. It is your faith that's going to activate it. Amen. And cause that 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 seed to germinate and to come forth in our lives. So we have to confess. We have to say what God's word said, because if you say what the world says, you say what the enemy says, guess what? That same principle is going to work. So if you're saying you're broke, you're saying you're fat, if you're saying you're unattractive, if you're saying you're never going to get out of this situation, you're always going to be in poverty, that's what you're going to get. You're sowing those words and words are seeds, whether they be God's promises or whether they, they, they be the words of the enemy or the world. They're seeds and they, they reproduce after their own kind. So that's why it's very important that we have to watch our words. I'm starting to be very sensitive about what I'm saying Amen. Because I know that words have power. They have power. And we see that. You see children that have been told certain things uh, throughout their life. And as they get older, those things materialize in their life because they believed it. They had faith in those words. And because they had faith in those words, whether they were negative or positive, it produces after its own kind. So we have to be very, very, very aware of what we're saying and what we're releasing out of our mouths. Amen. Okay. So the third point is to confess the word. And so in Romans eight, uh, Romans 10, excuse me, eight through 10, go there, please. Romans 10 verses eight through 10. And I'm uh, going to be reading from the NIV Romans 10 verses eight through 10. And it says, but what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your what? Your mouth. And it is in your what? Heart, which we've been teaching. The word is in your mouth 
and it is in your heart. That is the message concerning faith. We talk about faith, right? Faith is the substance, the assurance, the hope, the evidence. So Romans is saying, but what does it say? Question. It says that the word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. Proclaim means to speak it. Oh my God, I thank you, Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your what? Heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved for it is written with your heart. Let me go back. Verse 10, for it is written with your heart that you believe. How do we believe? We believe with our heart. That's why that seed has to get down in our hearts. Amen. All right. So for if, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your, what your mouth that you profess, you decree. And, and, and the scripture says that when you decree a thing, it shall be what? Established. Oh God, I thank you, Jesus. So it is with your heart, the soil of your heart, that seed goes in, that we believe and are justified. And it is with the mouth. Once it's in that soil, we begin to confess and say what God says, right? That we profess our faith and are saved. The same principle that's here in Romans 10, 8 through 10, we use it all the time uh, to, for, for, for uh, salvation. And, and as I, I tell, tell you all at Hope International Ministries, we don't have a problem believing in our heart and confessing with our mouth that Jesus Christ died on the cross and rose again and died for our sins, right? We got that. We believe it, right? That seed is in our heart. As a result of that seed being planted, glory to God, we see the fruit of it in our lives. By faith, we have the assurance that this has happened. This is, this is, that we are saved, that we are kingdom citizens. Well, that same, the same scripture, you can apply it for your healing. If you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, right? Profess it by faith. Those seeds will materialize. The seed of his word, saints of God. Lord, I pray this is making sense and blessing you. What is in you will come out. And I and I, ha- I hear the Holy Ghost saying, whether it be seeds of life or seeds of death, whatever's been planted in there is going to come out. It's going to materialize because seeds uh, reproduce after its own kind. So if 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 there are seeds of bitterness in your heart, that bitterness is going to material materialize in your life your conversation, in your moods, in your relationships, right? Because it's going to replicate whatever is in that seed. And so what is in you will come out. The same principle for sowing seed. You speak it, you hear it, 
it gets down in that heart of yours. Saints of God, Jesus' work is finished. His work is finished. He has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness by way of his what? His word. What am I trying to say? To get healing, you're going to have to go find the seed. You got to go find that seed and get it down in your heart so that it can it can uh, reproduce healing in your life. If you need deliverance, you need to go into the word of God, find seed word that that talks about deliverance and what we have as believers in Jesus Christ. You have to speak it, confess it, say what God says about deliverance for you as a citizen kingdom. Glory to God. Get it in the soil of your heart so that it can what? It can reproduce. If you need peace, I feel your Holy Spirit. Glory to God. If you need peace, if you need joy, you need to go into the word of God. Find the seed for it. You need to confess and say what God's word says about it. Get it down in your heart. Hallelujah. Believe it by faith. So that it can replicate, become a replica in your life. Seeds of joy, seeds of, of, of peace, seeds of love. It has to grow in that heart. And when the enemy comes to tell you anything less, you know that, word, that God's word takes, uh, takes precedent over the natural. And the way you're going to pull those blessings those inheritance, the things that belong to us, the promises, glory to God, those trees. I want to say trees, trees of righteousness, trees of love, trees of peace, trees of joy. The only way those trees are going to develop in our lives and produce fruit, glory to God, is you got to get it in the soil of your heart and you got to confess and only say what God's word says concerning it. Whatever situation you're going through so many times, just like now through the inflation, we're living through terrible inflation. What is our confession? You got to watch your confession. I don't have enough money to to do all of this, to buy all these foods. Well, yes, you do, because God says I will supply all of your need. You got to say what the word of God says about the situation and keep practicing it and practicing it. Amen. And when you mess up, I always say I'll cover those words with the blood of Jesus Christ. Cover them. Correct those words and say what God says. Because remember, those are seeds that are planted in the soil of your heart. And whatever's in there is going to come out. And we only want what we want to come out of our mouths is only what God says about that situation. That's exercising dominion. Amen. Remember, saints of God. The heart of man is the soil or ground that the word of God is planted in. The heart is the soil that produces. The heart is the soil that produces. The law of seed time and harvest is in effect. It is a principle. You reap, glory to God, what you sow. You reap what you sow. Now, what are you going to sow in your heart that you want to reap from the kingdom of God? What are you going to sow? What do you want as prosperity, peace, joy, reconciliation? Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You reap what you sow. And so, saints of God, this is a dominion 
principle. It is a dominion principle. And today we're learning how to exercise dominion in the earth, which God has given us the privilege and the honor to do. Amen. As his creation and as believers. Isaiah 55 and 11. I'm almost done. Isaiah 55 and 11. Uh, Again, I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Uh, Isaiah 55 and 11. And the New, New Living Translation reads, It is the same with my word. Father God, I thank you, Jesus. It says, It is the same with my word. Remember I told you that the kingdom of God is like a farmer? You know, he plants those seeds. Remember we taught that a while back? And so God is saying in Isaiah, it is the same with my word. He says, I send it out. I send it out. I confess it. I speak it. I I put it in the soil of my heart. I blanket it and, and, and fertilize it with faith. I'm putting that in. That's me. Amen. But he says, I send my word out. And it always, this is the New Living Translation. It says, it always, it always produces fruit. God says that it will accomplish all I want it to. And it will prosper everywhere I send it. Wherever you're confessing that word and planting that seed in your heart, God has given you a guarantee. Here it goes again. A promise, an affirmation, a pledge, a guarantee, insurance that that word is going to produce in your life. He's telling you that. And those trees, hallelujah, those trees of healing, those trees of peace, those trees of, of operating in a right mind. You can't say my mind. No, 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 no. God said, I've not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a what? I have a sound mind. You say what the word of God says. Okay, what the doctor saying? He can say we want, and you're going to confess what God says. God says that I have a sound mind, and that's what I'm going to believe. And those are the trees that I'm planting in the soil of my heart. Because I'm expecting in Isaiah 55 and 11 that it's going to accomplish that what uh, God has set forth for it to do in my heart, the soil of my heart. Glory to God. God, saints of God, has established the kingdom in us. The kingdom of God is in us. When we were born again, he established his kingdom in us. And so what he is telling us uh, by way of this teaching is that this is how the kingdom of God operates. This is why Jesus indicated that that if you don't get this principle, then all the other ones, it's just not going to work for you. Because this parable puts it all in a nutshell and how the kingdom that we are in as believers, how it operates. And we've been operating. Listen, we've been sitting up. I'm just going to be real today because I'm just tearing out some stuff in me and anybody that will listen and anyone that would place this teaching in their hearts and apply it. We have been, we have gotten so much word, glory to God. We can quote script scriptures. We full of the, of the word, but 
we go back to the beginning of the message. Knowing it and understanding it are two different things. When you get the understanding of this teaching, then you will realize how much power and authority that you have been given to exercise in the earth. Saints of God, including myself, I don't want I don't want to from this point forward to just sit under word and memorize scriptures. If God says he has given me dominion, he has given me um, his precious, precious promises and that when I get his promises in my heart and I, be- and I begin to confess what the kingdom of God says, what God's word says in my life. And he's promised me as a believer that his word that he's given us, it, it cannot return void. It's going to do what it says. I'm expecting God. Matter of fact, I know God. I ain't even. I just know what's gonna happen because He said, "I." He, God cannot lie. His word does not lie. What we have to do is continue and contend in the faith. When the enemy comes, when the pressure comes, when it looks like it's not working, when it looks like what God said, that's the all the smokescreen and the propaganda. Of the enemy. He wants your faith. Remember, if you don't get anything else out of this message, that your faith is going to be that a, sub, that a, a, a substance, an assurance of the things hoped for. What are we hoping for? The things that God has given us, his precious promises, his inheritance, his blessings. If you don't exercise your faith, if you give up your faith, It's not the tree is not going to grow in that soil of your heart because you don't even believe that the seed will work. That the seed will uh, materialize, that the seed will germinate. You don't even believe it. So if you don't believe the seed is going to germinate, the seed is not going to produce in your life. You're not going to get it. Amen. It's not it's not going to work for you. It's not going to materialize. So, you know what it's like? You got a bag of seeds. I'm going to hold my word up. You got a bag of seeds, right? Here it is. All the promises. Bag of seeds. And all they're doing when you just memorize them, when you just go to church and hear a good word, but you don't apply it, right? All the word, all the conferences we went through and sat under, but we didn't apply it, right? We didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't understand it. We, 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 didn't, we, we, we just heard it. All, all of this seed. And we're still living below the expectations of God. Saints of God, I don't, I don't want to live that way anymore. I'm believing God for the impossible. Amen. The invincible. 
because that's the kind of God we serve. Our God is able to do the impossible. He's able, but you got to stand on the word. You got to plant those seeds in your heart and you got to stand on faith and, con- and, and continue to say what God says about that situation or circumstance. Because why? Isaiah 55 is not going to return void. His word will not be void. The seed will germinate. The seed will produce. But your faith has to stay activated. Because that's how the kingdom of God operates. You want the kingdom of God? You got to do this principle. You got to exercise dominion. You got to work these principles. Mark 4.28 says, and this is the King James Version on this. Mark 4.28 says, for the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself. Okay, remember the kingdom of God is like the farmer. And it says here, for the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself. What comes first? First the blade, then the air. After that, the full corn in the air. And that's how the seed of God's word is in our life. First the blade, then the air, then the full corn. Amen. But you got to stay in faith for that to materialize in your life. And that's Mark 4, 28. Mm-hmm. So confess what God's word said. Lord, I've been standing on your word. I've been confessing it. I've been saying what you're saying. And so, Lord, I'm going to continue to say what you say. I believe that, 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 that the fruit is going to come forth. And it's going to come forth first with the blade, then the air. And then I'm going to see the full, uh, the full materialization of your promise in my life. Oh, shakandiosa. Thank you, Jesus. You plant it, saints of God. What are you planting? Plant the word of God. And here's the key. When you plant the word of God, when you begin to plant the word, you say what God's word says. You get it in your heart, in the soil of your heart. Here's another thing that we do. I'm guilty too. Don't worry about it. Because the enemy is going to want that. He's going to bring the worry. Is it really going to come? Can I really do it? Will he really supply? This is due. My bank account looks this way. He is a miracle working God. Care what your bank account says. What does the word of God say? Start speaking. Start planting those seeds. Amen. And so when you plant that seed, don't worry. Don't fret. After it's been planted. Glory to God. You walk in faith, operate in faith, continue to combat. What did Jesus do? Whenever the enemy came uh, to tempt Jesus, he always um, rebuttaled him with the word of God. And what did the enemy do? Back down. So when you're standing on God's word and the enemy comes, because he is, we already know that. But how are you going to rebuttal him? You're going to rebuttal him with the word of God, like Jesus. And what is he going to do? He's going to back off. He'll back off. And you may have to do it 100 times, 50 times, 10 times. But one thing I know for sure, that if you stand in faith believing God is true to his word, that seed, that promise is going to come to pass. It's going to produce, amen, in your life. 
And so God's word will accomplish what he set forth. Wherever he sent it, he says, listen, Mary, listen, people of God, it's not going to return to me void. You got to believe that. But what we also have to be aware of and what we also must do, saints of God, we, we must we must we must keep God's word in our mouth and in our heart. We have to continue to say what he says to get the seed in our heart, to exercise dominion. We must say what God says about our situation. We must exercise dominion over it and we must put God's word above what? We have to put God's word above how we feel. We have to put God's word above what we see. We have to put God's word above what's not happening right now in the natural. We have to put his word above it all. Heaven and earth is going to pass away, but God said his word will stand. His word is going to stand. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So in ending application, how do I apply this? Because my faith is stirred up right now. How do I apply this? What's the application of this? Well, this is the, these are the things that you need to remember. First, confess only God's word. Say only what God says about that situation. That's it. Don't say what the world says. Don't say what the news says. Don't say what you read in some kind of book on how to. Uh-uh. Confess only what the word of God says about that situation. So what do I mean? I said it earlier. If you're going around saying you're sick, you're going to get that. Those are the seeds that you're planting in the soil of your heart. So I'm not going to say that, even though my body may be, you know, doing some things and I may have gotten some reports, but I'm going to stand on the word of God. And I'm going to say what the, what the word of God says. And God's word is, doesn't lie. The Bible says that I'm healed. By his stripes, I'm healed. So that's what I'm going to stand on. So you're not going to say I'm fearful. I'm afraid because that's not what the word of God says. He says, I've not given you a spirit of fear, right? A power, love and a sound mind. That's what you confess. Even though you might be feeling some kind of way, you're not going to confess that. You're going to confess what God's word says about you. Some say that you're cursed, right? But the Bible says that you're blessed. I'm blessed in the field, right? I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed going out. That's what the word of God says. Confess what the word of God says. Oh, I'm poor. I'm broke. I, I don't have no money. I don't have no nothing. I'm just broke. No, you're not broke. That's not what the word of God says. What does the word of God says? The Bible says that you are to be a lender and not a borrower. So you know what? I'm a lender and not a borrower. I'm above and not beneath. That's what I am. That's who I am. Because I'm going to confess what the word of God says about me and my situation. Because why? I am planting seeds. So that trees of righteousness, trees of of prosperity, trees of healing, trees of, 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 of reconciliation, trees of peace, trees of joy, trees of long suffering, 
trees of love. That's what's going to be produced out of our lives. So no, I'm not going to say what the world says. I'm not going to say what the enemy's trying to tell me to say. Mm-mm. Hold that mouth and only say what God says, even when it doesn't look like it. Even if you don't feel like it, even if the report is right before your face, you continue to say what the word of God says, because that's how the kingdom of God operates. And remember, as kingdom citizens, we're bringing the influence of his kingdom in the earth. We have been called to dominate, of subdue glory to God and to have dominion. Hallelujah. And don't you know that you can even speak to the weather? Yeah, dominion. These storms start coming up and they're talking about tornadoes and and hailstorms and and fire. You know that you have been given dominion and power, that you can exercise it. And you begin to decree the word of God, right? That no place shall come. I start decreeing no place shall come near my dwelling. Glory to God with all of these monkey pops and this and that. No place shall come near my, my dwelling. Say what the word of God says. Not confess it and go operate in fear. He doesn't he hasn't given us the spirit of fear. So we have to say what the word of God says. Here's the secession. Here's the things that we went over today. Three points. And in those three points, some other things that we discussed that you need to remember. I need you to listen to this. Please, Lord Jesus, please go back and listen to the teachings. Listen to the Bible studies. Glory to God. We had some good teaching um, from Prophet Shemiko concerning the kingdom of God. We have some teachings prior to that from the Bible studies that I've been teaching. Saints of God, you're going to have to. I feel so compelled. We're in the last days. Yeah, we are. Hallelujah. We need to exercise uh, the power and dominion and what God has given us here in the earth. Take this word, not just sit on the word, not just hear it and go about your business and allow the enemy to snatch it. Go back and study it. Go back and ask the Holy Spirit to give you revelation. Some of us need to stop looking at the YouTube preachers and get in with the Holy Ghost and let the Holy Ghost teach you. Amen. Get your own revelation from the Holy Spirit for your own life. Go back and listen to these lessons and let the Holy Spirit um, reveal, um, reveal his word, reveal his promises, make it plain, make it clear so that you can understand it and you can apply it in your life so that you can see those trees. Hallelujah. You can see those fruit manifesting the glory of God. Father, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. And so we, we, we in, in conclusion, what we need to do, saints of God, first, we must sow the seed. The seed we know is the word of God. Secondly, we said that you have to, you have to, to speak the word. You have to speak it because by speaking the word, this is how the word is planted in the soil of our heart. Our heart is the soil. The seed is what produces in our life and it produces uh, after its own kind, whatever seed it is, it's going to produce in our lives. That tree that I keep saying tree or trees. Amen. And so the soil will, will produce whatever seed is planted. Lastly, when you plant God's word, when you plant his word, the seed of his word is promises. When you plant it in the soil of your heart by faith, 
stand on his word. He promises. This is a promise from God. God doesn't lie. He promises that it's not going to return to him void. The seed will produce if you do the things that we've mentioned in this teaching today. It cannot return unto him void, but it will accomplish its purpose in our lives. Amen. 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 That 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 this lesson uh, just bless my life, uh, bless my heart, uh, and it makes us. Uh, it makes me not only more conscious about my words, but in a place where I'm taking no seed and I'm allowing them to be planted in, in my heart and being more aware of my words uh, to make sure that I'm saying what God's word says about my circumstances and situations so that I can see the fruit, the blessing, the promise. My Lord, come on, saints. Come on. We're not going in to our, our places of worship for entertainment. You're going to be entertained and find yourself sitting in hell. Amen. Because that's all you were. You were entertained. You never um, really invited the Lord into your heart. Or you're going to be entertained and living below your means because you're not applying the principles of God's word. You're just being entertained. Saints of God, it's time for us to experience our inheritance here. You don't have to wait till you die and go to heaven. Glory to God. God wants to establish Eden here in the earth. And he's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness through his precious promises but we can't be lazy we can't allow the holy spirit i mean not excuse me not the holy spirit we can't allow the enemy to keep us from our word to keep us from studying it to keep us from from decreeing it you decree a thing it shall be established to to take hold of our faith and cause us to doubt what the word of god says concerning us come on people of god I want to hear some praise reports. I believe in miracles. Matter of fact, you can receive a miracle today if you believe it and confess it in your heart. I believe in miracles, signs, and wonders. I believe that when I lay hands on the sick, when I pray over the sick, that they will recover. I believe that I can cast out devils in the name of Jesus because of the power of God that's in me. And I'm confessing what the word of God says. In fact, if you stretch your hands to this screen today, I believe in the name of Jesus Christ that he can heal you of whatever your symptom is. So let me pray that and then we'll pray the prayer uh, of, of salvation. And then I'm, I'm going to, to, to um, dismiss us and give the benediction prayer for healing stretch your hands now you got to believe if you don't believe it it's not going it's not going do you believe that you can be healed of whatever it is what are the symptom 
that 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 is is attacking your body do you believe it hallelujah you can't just believe for right now and get your healing you got to continue to hold on to that healing you got to continue to operate in faith amen if that's you on today you're believing god for tumors cancer cancers tumors my god in the name of jesus stretch forth your hand toward this uh this device whatever you're listening to whether it be uh, a laptop a computer a phone podcast stretch forth your faith hallelujah your hand is just is your faith that's going to exercise it that's the connection but you have to believe god it's not mary mallory but it's the power of god that he's able to do it and i'm just going to agree with you right now in jesus name father in the name of jesus i pray right now for that individual god that's gotten a, a, a evil report today lord in the name of jesus father you said in your word and we're confessing what you have said and we believe by faith that by your stripes that we are healed we are healed, O oh God. We were healed on that day that you uh, you received those stripes on the cross, Lord God. And so, Father, whoever that individual is believing for the shrinking of that tumor in their body, Lord, in the name of Jesus, for that uh, cancer to dry up in their body right now, in the name of Jesus, somebody's eyes, O oh God, that have been blinded, they cannot see cataracts with sugar, whatever is causing their eyesight, Lord God, to fail them. God, in the name of Jesus, you are our healer. You send your word and you heal your people. We're standing on your word on today. And we believe, oh God, that your word says that if we believe that there is nothing impossible for our God, God, I touch and agree with that individual right now that they are healed. And God, I thank you uh, for their confession of healing. They're going to stand on your word that by your stripes, they were healed. And so God, they're standing on it. They're confessing it and they're planting that seed in the soil of their heart. And God, you have promised us. And we're saying what your word says, that as we have released this word in the lives of the people that are believing in faith, oh God, which is the promise, the assurance, glory, God, uh, the, the, the pledge that you're going to do what you're going to do as we're standing in faith, oh God, that your word will not return unto you void, but it will accomplish that which you set it to do and those that are touching and agreeing and believing in faith for healing for a miracle in their bodies right now in the name of Jesus we do pray and we thank you Lord hallelujah we thank you right now in Jesus name now father for those uh, that do not know you uh, they are not a part of this kingdom they are not a, uh, a citizen of the kingdom of God but yet today they have heard this message and the Holy Spirit has prompted them in their heart to desire to become a, a part of your kingdom to be saved on today for them. Oh God, I pray that they would repeat these, these words in faith, Lord, that they would repeat it in faith and believe it in their heart that they would be saved today. And so I asked them to repeat this, these words with me that I am a sinner, but on today, I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins. And because I believe that he died for my sins and is taking the punishment for my sins upon his person. I believe it with my heart. I'm confessing it now with my mouth. The word says that I am saved. I believe that he rose again 
and he is not dead, but he is right now seated at the right hand of the Father. I thank him for what he has done for me. I thank him that all of my sins, past, present, and future, are forgiven and are under the blood. Now, I invite Jesus to come into my heart and to become Lord of my life. I ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so if you prayed that prayer in faith from your heart, then you are saved. And we welcome you into the kingdom of God. And for those of you who stretch forth in faith, believing for their healing today, I thank God for your healing. It's already done. Glory to God. Keep the faith. Remember the faith. Faith. Faith is that assurance that what you're hoping for is going to come to pass in your life. I thank God right now for the miracle of healing in your life. Well, I'm going to end now. It's almost time for me to go over to our church service where we are having a free clothes giveaway today. And that's why I decided to record a message. The Lord said just because we're in the free clothes giveaway, somebody needs to hear the word of God. And so um, I wanted to come on and give you the word of God on today. Know that I love you. Glory to God. I feel so good in my spirit. I tell you, I feel like I want to jump up out of this chair and give a shout. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And so we just thank you for um, uh, for supporting the ministry and being a part of the ministry, whether you're uh, actually a, a, a part of part of the family um, or you're an extended family and you just uh, come and you, you fellowship with us. We do love you and we do appreciate you. And you know what? I pray that, uh, that, that, that the day is kind to you and you have a wonderful rest of your Sunday. Uh, you can join us on Thursdays at 8 p.m. here on our YouTube channel for our Bible study, Bread of Life. We're also on our uh, Facebook page, which you can also join us there for our Bible study, Bread of Life. Uh, we have prayer six. A.M. on Thursdays on our uh, conference line. You can uh, go to our website, uh, Hope International Ministries Him.org, to get information on how to uh, get on the conference line, the numbers, and the access 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 codes uh, for our our Bible study uh, line. And we also have. Every fifth, every third Saturday, excuse me, we have 5 a.m. prayer and our 5 a.m. prayer is on the YouTube channel as well as, again, our Facebook page. So we pray that you'll be able to join us every every Sunday at six. I try to get get the, the, the recording up by six p.m. Uh, you can uh, watch our, our our service at six p.m. here on uh, our YouTube channel. Amen. We pray that you were blessed again. And uh, I just thank God for his word. And then I thank God for you. God bless you. And um, we will see you on Thursday. Glory to God. Hope you'll join us on Thursday. Have a wonderful day. Bye bye. God bless you. Thank you. Father, bless your people. Keep them. Uh, and 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 let them and love on them, Lord God. And throughout the week, let them know uh, that that they are kingdom citizens, oh God. And we pray that the blessings of God will overtake 
every single individual under the sound of my voice. Not just today, oh God, but throughout this week. I ask it in Jesus' name. God bless you. Hallelujah. And walk with the King on today. God bless. Have a wonderful day. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.